Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Do you remember the days when we didn't have GPS navigation? I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. Back then, we had to use road maps and signs to get where we were going. Hopefully, that isn't a lost art. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Alabama and Morocco. Listen out for Red Pill Toro on a radio station near you. So, Mama, you know, technology has truly advanced over the years, and the advancements are advancing at a faster and faster rate. I understand that GPS navigation, for example, was originally used by the military. Over time, it became available as a luxury option for the top-line cars. And nowadays, most mobile phones have GPS navigation that's just as sophisticated as what we can get in most cars. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wonder how people would get around without GPS navigation. I also wonder how business is doing for the companies that print the maps. Yeah, hopefully they have other print jobs to keep them going. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we used to take road trips and before we had navigation. I was the navigator at Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. It was my voice telling you how far it was to the next town or when when a turn was coming up. I still have pretty good map reading skills. Yeah, you do, Mama. And you also have a nice GPS voice. Oh, thank Very you. calm and assuring. It would be interesting, though, to have a GPS navigation system with a voice that yells insults at the driver. But that just wouldn't work with your voice. A GPS with a bad attitude? Now, that would be an interesting device. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it would still give good directions with accurate and detailed maps as a backup. You know... As cool as GPS navigation is, we still need signs to confirm that we're in the right place or going in the right direction. Without the immediate confirmation of road signs, we might feel disoriented. And even with the voice of the GPS device and with the detailed maps, I would say they all work together to help us get to where we're going. The maps give us the overall look of our route. From that, We can tell the direction in which we need to travel, the type of terrain and landmarks we'll pass, and we may even see some alternate routes. For example, we can choose routes that avoid high traffic areas or routes that include places we're familiar with. So the GPS voice may give information that encourages us to keep going on our selected route or to prepare for an upcoming turn. The GPS devices also tell us how far we have to go to reach the destination without having to refer to landmarks. The road and street signs give us immediate confirmation of where we are right now. When we combine the longer range route plane from the map with the intermediate coaching from the navigation and the here and now information from the road signs, we can get where we're going. Now we can still get there without the assurance of the GPS voice. Just follow the maps and read the signs. Believers in the Elohim of Israel and His Word know that our lives have a direction and a destination. Using our roadmap analogy, 
Let's think about the actual roads shown on the map. These roads were pre-planned by someone and developed for people to travel on safely, getting them to their destination. A map would be useless if it showed roads that didn't actually exist. You're right, Daddy. And we have faith or trust in what our maps are showing us. We trust that if we follow the roads as shown on the map, we'll reach wherever we're planning on going. The Word of Elohim contains maps for us too. And I don't mean the maps of the Holy Land at the end of the book. Hmm. The maps I'm talking about are Elohim's instructions for living. Mama, I like your description of roads as being intentional. Somebody did plan and construct those roads to take people somewhere. Our Elohim has developed roads or paths for our lives. Our path is designed to lead us to Him. If only we would stay on His path. Mm -hmm. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 25 through 27 has some advice for navigating Elohim's path. It says, Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Daddy, Proverbs is full of fatherly advice and wisdom. Yeah, it sure is. I can hear the voice of Father Elohim instructing us in what you read. Keep your eyes on the road and don't be distracted. Think about where you're going. Don't let the car drive you. And be deliberate about doing the right thing. All of the Father's guidance in this scripture really emphasizes doing things with purposeful resolve and a focused intention. There is no maybe, chance, or coincidence in this advice. The Father says, set your destination, plan your route, and get there with no deviations from the route. The path of our lives is no coincidence. We were born at this time for a reason. Mm -hmm. In keeping with our theme of maps and guidance to a destination, we can tell what times we're in based on the scriptures. Prophecies in the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and in the New Testament, look at the route from different perspectives, yet the signs are pretty clear. While reading the Torah, we need the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit of Elohim, to open our eyes to some of the end-time prophecies. They are concealed in the stories of the lives of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses. Yet many believers are unaware that much of what these fathers experienced will be replayed in the lives of their children. Later in the Prophets, we read explicit descriptions of future events. Some have happened and will come around again, and others are yet to happen. The books of Daniel and Revelation give pretty clear roadmaps for the lives of believers in the last days. Both of these books contain end-time prophecies that were recorded specifically for end-time believers. The meaning of these prophecies is coming to light for us in these days. For centuries, the church as an organization has divorced itself from anything that seemed too Hebraic or Jewish. That separation meant that the church was missing the tools and perspectives needed to understand the prophecies. On the other hand, the Jewish remnant had all the tools from an academic viewpoint. The problem was they could not see Yeshua as their Messiah. Without Yeshua, the key to the fullness of Elohim, all of their knowledge of the scriptures could not unlock the plan of Elohim. Mm. In these last days, however, Jehovah Elohim is taking the blinders off and putting the elements together so that we can see it is all relevant and necessary. Amen, Mama. Revelation chapter 5, 
records what the Apostle Yochanan, or John, saw happening in the throne room of Jehovah Elohim. He was holding a book that was sealed with seven seals. Initially, it seemed that no one was worthy to open the book. John began to cry uncontrollably until one of the elders said to him in verse 5, Don't cry. Look, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed to open the scrolls and to loose its seven seals. John looked and saw a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of Elohim. The lamb came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, and they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to Elohim by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our Elohim, and we shall reign on the earth. And let's read some of what the Lamb said about the end of times. Starting in Matthew chapter 24, verse 3. When will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Yeshua answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For ethnic group will rise against ethnic group, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. In our generation, there are some religious leaders captivating many people with claims about the Messiah. There are wars, and our wars includes lots of rumors about the wars themselves. We have clashes between ethnic groups and between rival governments. In the United States over the past few months, almost 20 major food processing plants have been mysteriously damaged or destroyed. Combine that with the future impact of the war in Ukraine. Some people don't know that Ukraine grows and supplies 40% of the grain consumed in Europe and other parts of the world. I doubt that there is much planting or harvesting happening there right now. Mm-hmm. Coupled with severe drought conditions in some of the farming areas of the United States, a large-scale famine seems pretty likely. I would say that the COVID-19 pandemic qualifies as pestilence, and it has long been reported that seismic activity is growing in frequency and happening in diverse places all around the world. So, New Jerusalem is the destination, and Yeshua gave us the route. The challenging events that he mentioned as the beginning of birth pains are all around us. Are you reading the signs? If so, how are you preparing? It's not enough to just say that Elohim will take care of me and do nothing with the warnings the Messiah has given to us. His warnings are street signs, telling us exactly where we are. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 3 says, The wise person sees trouble coming and hides. The simple go on and pays the penalty. It is the will of Jehovah that his people be wise. That's why he gave us road signs, Daddy, so that we could discern the times and be ready. So, What would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill 
and expect things to go back to normal just as they always do? Or would you take the red pill and buy oil for your lamps while the store is still open? Only you can answer that question. This discussion is not about pre-tribulation or post-tribulation doctrine. We suggest that everyone live like the Messiah will be here any minute and yet prepare like he won't be returning for the foreseeable future. If you know there will be famines, what can you do right now to prepare yourself, your loved ones, and as many others as you can help? Knowing that wars, uprisings, and strife will increase, are there things you can do now to protect yourself and your loved ones? In the face of pestilence, wouldn't you want to ensure that you are in the best health as you can be? Would you consider the basics like resting, nutrition, and exercise so that the body Elohim gave you is best prepared to fight off disease? Please join us in prayer for the wisdom of Elohim and for him to open our eyes to the opportunities around us. We have whatever resources we need to get whatever is missing and to do whatever is necessary. We just need our eyes opened to what he has provided to us. And we must resist the thinking of the majority, ignoring what is happening around us and living as if things will go back to where they were. This is not what the word of Elohim teaches us. There are great resources available to us, including brethren who serve as watchmen on the wall, calling attention to the events that are lining up with the road signs of prophecy. If you need this type of resource, or if you know of some good ones, please email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Remember, we have the roadmap so that we can be prepared. Well, that's all we have time for today. Let us know what signs our Heavenly Father is showing you. Let's encourage each other to stay on the ancient path. Join us next week for more lively discussion of Yah's Word. Thanks for listening to Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth. truth.